Here we go again. I really hate saying that, but what else is there to say at this point when it comes to startup professional football leagues? The global pandemic of COVID-19 forced an early end to the inaugural XFL season. Social distancing, no crowds, empty stadiums, no gate receipts, no football. Then, on Easter weekend, we learned that all league operations staff had been let go with no plans for a 2021 season. Days later, even more bad news developed with the announcement that the XFL filed bankruptcy. Chapter 11 in the state of Delaware. What looked so promising is now part of the growing roster in professional football heaven, a realm occupied with the spirits of leagues past. The World League of American Football, the Arena League, the United States Football League, the World Football League, the United Football League, and there are many more. Listeners of this podcast know that I became a fan of this year's XFL. It looked great on TV. The pace was fast, and there were plenty of innovations, a few of which I'm still certain will be adopted by the NFL or CFL. This had potential. I was enjoying the New York Guardians' heavy hitters and the struggling Tampa Bay Vipers with a former CFL coach. The quality of play was consistently high with the St. Louis Battlehawks, and the Dallas Renegades were simply a great tight team. Hey, the aforementioned only comprised one day of a weekend's total number of games. And finding a broadcast in your local channel listings was never a problem. The television ratings, I've been told, although higher in the first weekend or two, remained consistently respectable. So the league's demise is not the result of a profound lack of viewership. Likewise, the pool of talent was robust. Sponsorship and broadcast partnerships appeared healthy. They even had a guaranteed line of credit to the tune of $300 million. So for all intents and purposes, these guys dotted their I's and crossed their T's. Even media coverage of the league's folding is decidedly not smarmy. One blog laments that the league was better than expected. St. Louis Today advises that the NFL should steal some of the XFL's good ideas. USA Today tells us that while the league is gone, it is not forgotten. And the Toronto Sun published the headline, No Cause to Celebrate the Demise of the XFL. Media relations with the XFL during its two-and-a-half-month existence were positive and often characterized by a measurable amount of positivity and goodwill. Coronavirus launched the initial salvo in this saga, but something unseen seems to be lurking behind the news stories. Something happened, or was already existing, to convert an unfinished season into a belly-up ghost league. The dust is still high in the air, multiple rumors are swirling around at this point, and even more fingers are being pointed. Here, there is much uncertainty, and very few official explanations. What is certain is that this is the third pro football league to go bust in a year's time. That many people, staff and players, are now out of work. That the growing base of fans is left suddenly and inexplicably without the game they were embracing and developing a passion for. And that we are, to date anyway, back to two pro football leagues in North America, 
the National Football League, and the Canadian Football League. While it's an ending that seems to echo that of many prior leagues, I can't help but think that this time around, there is something more to the story. I don't know if this qualifies as an upside, but at least I'll now be able to get my hands on some XFL team merchandise at Dick's Sporting Goods at rock-bottom clearance prices. Visit stephenchristiansen.ca for more episodes. This program is also available on Google Podcasts, TuneIn, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. I'm Stephen Christiansen. Thanks for listening. Thank you.